Settlers of Catan Even, where we talk about conspiracy theories, current events, and whatever else pops into our minds, all while playing one of our favorite games, Catan. I'm Katie, and I will be the moderator for this week. Today, our players are Megan, Ben, Jasmine, CJ. Today, we're playing the Four Islands board. The same rules apply from last episode. However, if you forgot or are new, you can check down in the show notes for a brief explanation. The only difference in the rules is that you can build ships now instead of just roads. So there are additional resources needed to build ships. And I believe you can get additional victory points if you land on a new island. Does anyone know how many victory points to win this game? Uh, we need 13 victory points. And Ben needs to accept before we can start. Oh, you know, I did not hit the button that said I am ready. Because until this moment, I was not. But now I am. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to play two rounds and get kicked out. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to take bets on how long Ben's going to stay in the game before he gets kicked out and has an AI? Yeah, that should be a thing that we do. I'm thinking he's going to get like two or three rounds. Like after he places his original settlements and roads, I think maybe two or three rounds. And then he's going to get a kick timer and be gone. I say five rounds. I was going to say four rounds after we've already like put all of our initial stuff. Right after I'm done. And I'm the last one to place my initials. I'm going to say I have faith that I'm going to get through the whole game. God is good. Uh, I'm glad that you have that thought. I hope you make it through. It's more fun to actually play it than watch. And you don't even get to watch it, do you? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Why am I not green in this game? Because I'm green. (laughs) There is a timer still set. So you have to be quick on all of your turns because if the timer runs out, it will end your turn for you. Tonight's going to be pretty interesting, so we'll see how you this might be struggling goes. a bit. Typically, when we're playing and we're not recording, I start the games because I have to be red. And if anyone else starts the game, I don't get to be red. It makes me be the ugly yellow color. And it's just not me. And I've become very used to changing the timer and how many victory points you need. But, you know, I have to say it's <laughs> apparently I don't know how to adjust my settings correctly. It's very That's odd, okay. though, that when Katie starts a game, she is always red. But if she doesn't start the game, like it doesn't let her be red. And I'm always yellow or gold or whatever you want to call it. It's not just a random color. I'm always that color. I don't know why. It's macaroni. Okay, well, I don't like macaroni. So I Excuse need to be red. Me. Those are fighting words. Come through the screen. I also don't like macaroni. Mm. So if you're going to come at Katie, you're going to have to come at me too. I contant even that you don't like macaroni. We are starting this too early. Let me take a sip of my limoncello LaCroix and pretend you didn't say that. (laughs) What are we all drinking tonight? I am still drinking my Panera coffee. What What did you get from Panera today? So today, well, I always get the, well... I don't always get the same thing, but today I got a large hazelnut coffee with cream and sugar. So, Ooh, their hazelnut is good. I like that stuff. You know, it's okay. Oh, it could oh. be better. Sorry, I lied. It's not bad. It's just, you not know. Not good? It could be better. That's okay. <laughs> well, while anyway. we're on the topic of coffee already, by the way. Typical. Um, <laughs> what do we like? I'm starting, I'm starting round one, y'all. 
<laughs> Good luck, Ben. So I I ordered lunch today. I ordered from Holy Bagel, and I ordered like breakfast food, and then I also got coffee to drink with it. They actually have really good coffee. We have one down here do. on Williams. Yeah. And, and so the one time that we coffee. went was actually when um, was it last year that we had the boil water crisis? Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, this whole not being green thing is really throwing It's terrible me off. not being the color you're used to, right? This is why you'll always the- rage quit and start over. Sorry, technology's not on my so side So my question today. to Ben, is your preset color green? Um, It was, but I thought that I had changed it when... There was one time we played and Jasmine wasn't playing, and it was the other four of us. And nope, keeping my wood. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said something about the colors... I don't remember who it was. This is not a very interesting story, but somebody said, well, you know, Jasmine's always green. And so I thought I had changed my preset color to white because my other option was the macaroni color, which nobody likes. Thank you very much. So I, but I may have changed it back. I really don't remember, but I remember at some point that conversation was had that Jasmine is green. Gotcha. Um, I was going to say right before I was actually able to set the game up, um, it had me like do a software update. So I wonder if it maybe like kicked my settings or something. Mm. Mine is fine. And I also Same. had to do a software update before I started. Oh, well, then so I think I, I always thought, me. Jasmine, when we played in person that you were orange. So when did this change she to was. green? Because I always thought yeah. Ben was green. Well, because virtually... Is there no orange? No, CJ was always green. So I thought CJ was green. The funny thing about like, oh, playing in person is I was, for the longest time, I was green. And then I switched it up like a year ago to white. And I, I was always that orange color. But whenever we started playing virtually, CJ was this nice what is this like pink purplish magenta color? magenta so green was available and so i just chose green because green's my favorite color anyway. and that's my story so we were talking about coffee we were and then coffee went away and i right. don't know why coffee would ever go away i'm not sure i think because jasmine's phone had a meltdown well, it went away because i wasn't oh, recording. Yes. well <laughs> the topic of coffee we were talking about, about coffee that. um someone was saying something about the coffee well, they were drinking we were at the point where they had gone to get bagels when we were in a boil notice oh right, right? so yes. last year austin was in a was it two years ago or last year Oh, two years it's been ago. two years. Two years wow. ago. We were in a, a boil water yeah. notice. It was after we had some Saharan dust, right? Or am yeah. I making this up? We had some Saharan <laughs> dust come and take over and we had to boil our water and it was terrible. And for some reason, we were like, this is a great time to go out to eat when there's no water available. <laughs> and so I was like, I need coffee. But of course, you know, coffee is made with water. So they ended up have I don't know, they had something, but it wasn't all they didn't have all their coffee available. I had to get something that was like, I don't even know what it was. And so then I didn't get the good holy bagel coffee that you speak of. Oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry because okay. I really enjoyed the the holy bagel coffee that I had today. I'm I'm not denying um, that it's good. I'm Austin sure it's only good. It has two locations for holy bagel, apparently. So I've never heard of holy bagel. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, neither have I. I thought they had one in the Mueller area also. I'm not 100% sure. I can't do anything. This is sad. Um, I'm not sure because when I was ordering it, their website said that they only have two locations in Austin. I didn't look up where the two locations were. So I don't know. Unless I just misread, which is possible. Well, I could also be wrong. And my coworker could be talking about one closer to work than Maybe. where he lives. Well, we have a holy bagel down south by us. Yeah. And so mine is like, like a few blocks away. So 
So basically, once quarantine or whatnot is over, like, we can all go to Holy Bagel together. What I really want to do is go to Biscuits and Groovy. I want biscuits and groovy so bad. And I thought about going and doing it since they're outdoors. I thought maybe that's safe. But then another part of my brain said, no, if you leave your apartment in this moment, you Mm. will immediately die. So I didn't go. But I want biscuits and groovy so bad. So I would recommend like just going and picking it up. Like you are correct that it being outdoors makes it a lower risk activity. However, my rationale to just going and getting it and taking it home is because of the people who will not wear their masks. Yes. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think I've seen an uprise in people wearing the masks since they finally did do the mandate. Well, and then in Austin, they said you could be fined up to $2,000. Like, I don't have an extra $2,000 for a mask violation. Same. I don't know who does. I don't have an extra $2. Um, so that being said, you can head over to our Patreon, which is Katant Pod Pledge, so that we can pay our fines for when we break the law. great. Obviously, none of us have a mask fine, just to be clear for our <laughs> listeners. I, I don't plan on not wearing my mask. Recently purchased a bunch of super cute masks, so I'm like really excited, and I have some really extra ones coming to me soon that are like sequins and sparkles (laughs) so i'm okay wearing my mask because i'm extra i also just ordered a couple new masks earlier this week and they shipped today so i'm excited to get cute little graphic masks y'all i didn't understand why people complained about wearing masks at work i've had to wear it when i've been in the office but today we had to move (laughs) a harness cord Uh. And I just really didn't like the fact that I was so moist. It just, okay, the building is already old. (laughs) The building's already old and gross. And so half the building has a really high humidity, which is really great for, you know, the pianos and the harpsichords. And so I already Mm -hmm. felt icky. But then when your face sweats and it clings to your mouth and you're having to take an 8 million year old harpsichord apart just to fit it through a door, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why when you're doing exercising outdoors, like you're not mm-hmm. really supposed to wear the mask and it's even part of the exemptions, not the lifting inside the building and moving the furniture falls under that, but it's part of the reason why like there are some exceptions when you're exercising, though I know gyms still require you to wear a mask so um and the entire time yeah i don't know how people work out in the gym with a mask on we have we didn't cancel our gym membership but we pause yeah it's frozen for a couple months and they said they'd freeze it like indefinitely so shout out to planet fitness for being really cool and freezing our gym membership indefinitely because of covid like the manager was super cool about it the westgate planet fitness oh no i rolled a seven Who should okay. I be mean to? Who should I put the rubber on? the most on? points? <laughs> Not I. Put it? Well, we're all tied except uh, Megan. Well, don't put it on Megan. No, I'm not going to put it on Megan. Good. That would be rude. Put it on CJ. He's sassy. Um, I'm not feeling kind today. He doesn't know how today. long he's going to get to play tonight. Like, this might be it. This might be his <laughs> only chance. True. This might be his last exactly. turn. Exactly. This is true. Um, also, I lost track of how many rounds we're in. Yeah, I I, did, I forgot to count. It's okay, so. you're still in. That's what matters. Yeah. Does anybody want to? I don't have any wood. Trade with me. Yeah, I have no uh, wood. I'm I had to trade my wood for my sheep. That's fine. 
It's just stressful that it doesn't pause the timer when you're offering a trade. You know what's really stressful, that, though? That's okay. Texas what's Education really stressful? Agency. They're stressful. <laughs> They stress me out. I've been so stressed this week. We'll have to talk about this more in the after show, but it's been a week. Yeah. What do you have to talk about today, though? Like, what's our our topic today? My gosh. (laughs) It's, it's okay. So last week in the after show, hold on. Sorry. Megan looked like they're about to say something, but then like nothing comes out and I'm just sitting here waiting for something. And so I just, I look stupid because I'm just sitting here waiting Anyway. Fun fact, I don't want to say anything. I just thought you wanted to say something. You just looked like you were itching to say something, but it's fine. I'll talk. Uh, another seven. <gasps> ben, you're Who terrible. So I, I didn't roll it. Jasmine did. Anyway, last so week you were saying- in the after show, we were talking about other topics that we want to talk. So, okay. Last week we talked about flat earth, right? Yep. And then in the after show, Ben mentioned something about the Denver International Airport. And I was like, it's an airport. Like, how exciting is an airport? <laughs> like, we, it's an airport. And I had never heard of this before. Wait, is it an airport? It, it is an airport. Wait, you've never heard yes. of the Denver airport? <laughs> I mean... Another seven. Ben. Um, I have... I didn't roll it! I can't say that I hadn't heard of the airport itself, but, like, why would we want to talk about it is my point. Why would we want to talk about it? We don't want to talk about Austin Bergstrom. Like, why do we want to talk about this one? But I started researching and this crazy as an overview. DIA, Denver International Airport, is basically thought to be one big giant symbol of the apocalypse or like the gateway to hell, which is outrageous. Do you mean the mascot for 2020? Basically. Okay, but like we're going to get there. It's insane. And people say that it's run by secret societies and like it's the headquarters for the New World Order and the Nazis and the Illuminati. And I mean, literally any conspiracy theory you can think of, you can probably tie it somehow to this freaking airport. But what about Flat Earth? Was that mentioned? (laughs) Okay, Flat Earth wasn't mentioned, but they would say that if the pilot who was flying from Denver Airport to go to another airport, they, they would say that they had you know, a rigged GPS system. So there, I connected it. I connected the dot. <laughs> Thank but. you. That's what I needed. Ooh, Jasmine just played a night. <gasps> Going for largest army again, Jasmine. Uh, yes, I am. Oh, whoa. It auto-selected. Oh, no, just kidding. Never mind. Um, I Did was, you take something from me? Yeah, I was thinking that oh. um, I placed it on the 11, but uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. There's still no more wood, right? No. I have ben wood now that I can some. trade you. Yeah, I can trade you some wood. A clay would be fantastic. So the conspiracy theories around this airport go all the way back to like before it even opened. That's how ridiculous this is. The airport itself was supposed to open in um, 1993. It was going to be like the newest airport or the most recent one built since I think the 70s. At that time, it was like the newest one. So everyone was like, oh, a new airport. So it started way back then in 93 because there were so many issues with it. It didn't actually end up opening until 1995 because there were so many design changes and like contract disputes and they were changing architectures and and their workers were constantly changing. And so people were like, why? Why are you doing this? Why is it taking so long? Like what's going on? Why is stuff changing so much? And a lot of people kind of assumed that it was because the builders or the contractors or whatever were hiding something. 
Um, and they didn't want the same people working on it the whole time because they thought, I don't know, I guess they were going to find something out and tell someone. I don't know. By the time it opened in 95, it was like $2 billion over budget, which that's okay. a lot of money. Well, <laughs> well, okay. I say that's a lot of money. Other international airports are cost much more than this one did. But at the time, people were like, why is it $2 billion over budget? Why is it two years late? What are you doing? And you know, Denver Airport was like, I don't know. It's just how it is. I have longest road. <gasps> Plus two points. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Good job. This airport is the largest airport in the United States. It covers 34,000 acres, and it's actually larger than Manhattan. Like What? It's a big oh airport. Gosh. It's a really big airport. And so when they first were like, we're going to build this new airport, everyone in Denver was like, why? We have an airport. And they do have an airport closer to their downtown, and it's much more convenient. But I guess they were like, well, we need another one that's bigger, because bigger is better. Because, you know. Hashtag Texas. Except this is in, uh, you know, Colorado. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But I was... next week, we're going to okay. talk about how maps work. <laughs> We'll have a geography lesson. It's okay. I'm a teacher. I like to teach. It's great. There there was already a question about like why they were building this because they're like, we have an airport. It's closer. It's more convenient. Why would you want to drive out here to this massive thing and like fly there when you could go to something much more convenient? After they started building this, it, it came out that there are at least six underground layers to this airport which most airports that's a lot it is a lot and i guess most airports do have like underground like tunnels and layers and stuff because of baggage and like going this way and that way but there's at least six different levels to this airport and a lot of people are like again but why why are there so many levels and a lot of people think there's there's more than six that we're just unaware of it because they changed the contractors and the architecture so much that no one actually knows how many levels there are to this airport I don't know what airports use all their different underground levels for. Maybe y'all do. Do y'all have more insight on airports? No, I've never. No, I don't. Someone who flies a lot, I've never seen the underground parts of airports before. It's to hide the bodies, like American Horror Story season two. I was going to suggest if they had underground parking or something, but I feel like that would be obvious. That makes sense. I didn't read anything about underground parking. There could be. I don't know. I've never been to Denver International Airport. You know, I have once on an international flight, but I haven't been any other time. Like, I probably went as a connection for a work trip, but maybe I redirected. I don't remember now. Um, I was going to say, I actually have been for like 30 minutes to Denver Airport when I was on my way to Vegas. <laughs> Do you remember it being weird? Were there aliens? Where, was there anything weird? No, it was like we literally just walked from <laughs> Terminal X to Terminal Y and waited for 30 minutes and then got on our plane and everything was fine. But like you didn't see anything weird? Terminal X <gasps> and Terminal Y. That's well, okay. too many terminals. <laughs> oh, were those your examples? Yeah, that was my, yeah. I was I so know, dumb. I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, they have so many terminals. Okay, but they do. Like, the airport is, I don't know if they have that many, but the airport is so big, like, to go between, I think, the different terminals, like, you have to take a train. I vaguely remember reading this recently on Reddit, because there was a story on Reddit where someone was taking the train to another terminal, and they saw a ghost girl in the reflection of the train. 
And so they asked Reddit about it and Reddit was like, what? Or is anyone in your family expecting a child? Because this is typical if there's a child coming in your family to see a ghost girl or something like that. And I, what? I don't know if that has... I've heard that's that before. That's just what Reddit said. Who knows? Reddit does whatever Reddit wants to do. Reddit's always know. true, though. That You're not wrong. is interesting. You probably didn't look this up. There wouldn't have been a reason for you to. But how does it compare to the size of DFW? Because for DFW, you have to take a train. Well, I guess you have to take a tram. Well, is DFW bigger than the size of Manhattan? No. You know what? That was dumb of me to ask <laughs> because I know it is not. I know that DFW is really big, but I don't know how big it is. But apparently it's not the largest airport in the United States this is. So. But you also don't have to I'm take look the tram up. in DFW. It's like true. You can very much walk between A, B, C, and D terminals if you really wanted to. It's, I've done it when I was really bored. It's just because we're lazy. We like to take the, the tram because we're lazy. So DFW is literally half the size at 17,000. Right. So oh, wow. it's really big. That gives me a better visual. Um, hold on. I just want to point out real quick. Ben has eight points right now. Yeah. I sure do. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed it when I it got am... longest road, but I wasn't going to. I'm sure. I'm, I wasn't going to draw attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have wood? No. It okay. seems like wood has been um, very scarce. Well, it's because it you, you see that wood that's a six and you see how I have two settlements on it. And you see how six is statistically the one you're supposed to roll the most and we haven't. <laughs> it's because I'm on the six. Oh. So I apologize to Megan as they have two settlements on a six on a clay. It's because of me. You're not getting that clay. It's okay. I've gotten it a couple of times. It's fine. I appreciate you explaining to me because I don't actually see the board. So I have no idea what's going on. So oh, um, well, thanks, that's thanks for explaining. I, I mean, there is a board I could look at, but I'm so blind. I can't see it. So it's it's fine. Anyway, this massive airport, everyone's like, why the hell do we have a massive airport? It's too big. It's ridiculous. Like, what are you hiding? So there's a lot of restricted areas, which is pretty typical underneath an airport. But supposedly there's too many restricted areas. And so people kind of start questioning, like, what's underneath there? There's bunkers underneath there. And one of the theories is that whenever there's like a apocalypse or I guess nuclear fallout or something that all of the people I guess that either pay enough or the politicians yeah the world leaders yeah world leaders will, will go underneath this airport and hide out in the bunkers underneath this airport I don't know why this airport but this one yeah I had read that President Obama had a bunker and it was under that airport and it was right next to Queen Elizabeth's bunker she yeah. was gonna fly what? across the pond <laughs> and hide under the Denver International Airport. Well, good thing it's an international airport. She could just maybe get a direct flight to Denver. Like, how easy You're is that? Right. I oh, bet. Duh. I bet London Heathrow flies directly. I bet does. Just for the just for the queen and her, cor well, her one mm -hmm. corgi. Yeah, she has one left. Oh. But yes, Europe does do direct flights to Denver. Like, it is an international, <gasps> like a true international, like Austin International, where we like connect. Like, we're a fake international. We try. CJ has seven points. Ooh, I see you going for that 13, longest road, right? CJ. Oh, honestly, I don't even care about the longest road. So anyway, there's bunkers underneath there. Another weird thing about the construction of this airport. Right now, we're just talking about like the construction and what was built. As people are like, it's the New World Order. It's the Nazis. Because if you look at an aerial view of the airport, people are like, it's shaped like a swastika. Which, I it don't is. know. It is. <sighs> Well, Denver International Airport likes to say, no, it's shaped like a pinwheel. <laughs> they say that the reason why it has that shape is so that because it has all the different runways and that they can all be used at the same time, no matter what the weather condition is. 
guess that's a reason. If you do look at it and you squint your eye and tilt your head just right, it does look like a swastika. I think it's a stretch. That's just my personal opinion. Y'all can make your own opinion. If you're listening, you can go look it up and see what it looks like. I don't know. I think it's a stretch. There's, Moving there's still on. no wood, right? Wood no. does not exist. Do you have a uh, stone? I do. I'll trade you. Okay. So another weird thing about the construction is that a lot of people are like, nah, they built this because it's going to be a future prison or a concentration camp. I should have done more research on this part. I didn't. My bad. Supposedly, there's, you know, like a barbed wire fence around the outside, which is pretty typical. But the barbs on the barbed wire are facing inwards instead of facing outward to try to keep people from getting in. No, it's facing inwards. They're trying to keep people from getting out. So... I thought that was cool. I was like, hmm, maybe it is going to be. A cursory Google search confirms that that's correct. Haha. I mean, to me, I'm kind of like, why? Like, did someone just do it backwards because they're stupid and don't know how to do their job? Or like, maybe this is going to be a future concentration camp or prison. I mean, it's really big. They could put a lot of people in there. And apparently there's all these underground bunkers. So like, I don't know. But anyway, I thought that was weird. I'm usually pretty skeptical about this stuff, but I thought the barbed wire fence was a little little odd. CJ took longest road. (laughs) So you would have stone? Depends. I do for a week. (laughs) Week. There's also these um, ideas that are floating around. My switch is dying. Hold on. Uh... Y'all can keep talking, but I have to go grab my charger. (laughs) I have to wait to continue because I know Ben is interested in this, so. Big sparks just flew out of my wall when I plugged in. Oh, God. I'm offering the wood again, just so you know. Um, Okay. So it's also believed that these underground tunnels go really, really far. And some conspiracy theorists say that the tunnels underneath this airport actually extend from Colorado Springs Air Force Base to Denver International and then to the Cheyenne Mountain Base Complex in the Rocky Mountains, which that's a long tunnel. So Okay, I don't know how who actually like knows this and who came up with this idea, but it's rumored. <laughs> no. That would be a seven that I just rolled. And Jasmine has to discard half of her hand. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Awkward. That's like the construction and the building of this airport. There's already been like a lot of questions about it before it even opened. Like, why is it so over budget? Why is it so big? Why is the barbed wire facing inward and not outward? Why do you have so many underground bunkers that nobody knows about? So there's already a lot of questions. <laughs> but if there's so many and we're talking about them, are you sure nobody knows about them? Okay, well... Yes, people know there are at least six underground layers, but people say there are more. We're going to get to some of the more outrageous conspiracy theories at the end of this. There's like more of an explanation for these underground levels, but you have to wait till the I end. I find someone who works there. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you could probably book a really cheap flight right now. So just fly probably. on over to the Denver International Airport and go on down to the Cinnabon and ask <laughs> the girl behind the counter, hey. <laughs> Is Queen Elizabeth here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Basically. What if they're all there right now? Maybe what if that's where they're like underground everyone's hiding because of COVID? <gasps> I don't even blame them. I would do the Whoa. same thing. I wonder how much money I have to pay to get in there. I don't want to die. The from D COVID. in COVID stands for Denver. <gasps> <Okay>. <laughs> Come over barely into Denver. 
Okay, while this in airport is being built, there is another really odd thing. I found this really odd. Maybe y'all are just like, nah, it's not weird, but I think it's weird. A lot of people say there's a, a strange connection to the Freemasons and different secret societies like the Illuminati. And in case you don't know, the Freemasons are a secret society of uh, basically white men. It stemmed back from the Middle Ages. They were originally like stones masons, and, and I think they were the people that originally built churches. But it's it's turned into this huge fraternal organization that we hear of today. And a lot of people are like, what's going on with the Freemasons? Like, hmm, um, we don't really know a lot about them because they're so secret. Unless y'all, do y'all know something about them that I don't? Mozart was a Freemason. Of course he was. I rolled another seven. <laughs> I think it'd be really interesting to do a whole episode on the Freemasons because I think there's a, a lot we could talk about with them. So maybe that's something that we look into for the future because I mean, basically we just got to go into national treasure and just watch it on a podcast. Do you think we can do commentary on it? We can get, um, Nicholas Cage. Thank you. Nicholas Cage. (laughs) My brain kept going. Nick Lachey. (laughs) Nick Lachey. That's an interesting. Nicholas Cage. Nick Lachey. Okay. Close, but but not quite. (laughs) Class, but no cigar. Nicholas um, Cage, Nick Lachey. Yeah, those kind of... I mean, I get it. I get it. It's similar. Anyway, so the reason why people are like the Freemasons, the Illuminati, um, is because there is a dedication plaque that was built um, and I guess funded by the Freemasons. It was revealed in March 1994, so before the airport actually opened. Um, March 19th. March 19th, 1994. Yes, because there's a reason why that number is important. So. Oh, I don't know that. I just, I'm looking well, at the picture of it right out. now. There is okay. a reason why that number is important. Are you looking up what I'm going to talk about before I talk about it? No, I have. Um, I pulled up an article in the assumption that my switch was going to disconnect and I was going to live fact check you like last time. But oh. for those of you who listened to the first episode, uh, you would have noticed that every time I fact checked Katie, I had to redact my fact checking. So, <laughs> so your fact checking is just, you know, the only thing I was semi helpful with were solar eclipses, but only semi. semi. That was also really confusing, though. If you go, if you listen to the episode, like I'm still confused, but you know, and I did the episode. <laughs> I can't imagine what other people are thinking. So anyway, there's this plaque that's. This dedication plaque that was revealed March 19th, 1994 by the Freemasons. Well, it's supposedly the Freemasons. And the reason why is because it has, you know, their their symbol. There's like the, the compass and the square, the Freemason, mm-hmm. the Illuminati symbol or whatever. I don't know With if that's the, the big G in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So that is actually on mm-hmm. the plaque. Right. So that symbol is on the plaque. So people are like, why? Well, I don't know, but it's on there. Does anybody have sheep? No. No. Okay, sorry, Katie. No, no, that's okay. Y'all are playing the game. It's important. I'm just over here rambling on about Freemasons and a plaque. So the reason why... Okay, and this one was also a really big stretch, and I was like, who had the time to come up with this one? Um, But if you were to take the day, March 19th, so 1-9-19th, not March, just 19th, and the year 1994, and you were to add those numbers together, 1 plus 9 plus 1 plus 9 plus 9 plus 4... You would get the number 33. Does anyone want to add that and make sure I was correct? No, I trust you. No. I trust you. Oh. Ben just got longest road back. Oh, Ben, are you going to win? 
no, don't bring that to Maybe everyone's attention. Has, he only needs three points. Ooh. Anyway, I better talk really fast. We have a lot more to talk about. Okay, so I'm going to talk fast. So um, if you were to add those numbers together, it equals 33. 33 is important because supposedly in like Freemasonry, there's like a ranking level and 33 is the highest level you can reach in the Freemasonry. And supposedly that number means perfection. So if you reach 33 level as a Freemason, you are like perfect. Now, again, I don't know much about this. I think we should do a whole show on this. But that's what I read. Agreed. Um, I want to interject that Jesus was 33 when he died. And I swear to God, I thought that that's where this whole number thing was going to go. Okay, well, maybe the Freemasons got it from Jesus. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Freemasons. I don't know know anything about them either. (laughs) So that's why people are like, well, it had to be dedicated on that day because of 33 and perfection. But the other really weird thing about this dedication plaque is that there's actually a time capsule in it. And this time capsule is supposed to be opened in 2094. Supposedly, it just contains artifacts from the 90s and from like the Denver area. But why? Why would they have a time capsule of the 90s in Denver in an airport? And I hope that they open that and it's full of Tamagotchis and Pogs. And there's a couple of blockbuster cards. I was going to say, cards. someone's going to pull out a Walkman with their headphones. So, That's a bit oh odd. you know, so a time capsule in an airport from a dedication from the Freemasons. I don't know. That's weird. Um, but they say, no, it's just like artifacts from the 90s and from Denver. There's like a mixtape in there. But the other weird thing about this plaque is that it has a reference to a new world airport commission which doesn't exist there is nothing called the new world airport commission but that's on this plaque and so people are like this is the new world order and we have to like take down this time capsule or this dedication plaque and like get rid of this airport because nazis ultimately but was there supposed to be a new world airport whatever no this is nothing that ever existed or anyone ever like had heard of and so the airport pr basically was like no that's not you're not supposed to read new world airport commission you're supposed to read new dash world airport commission so it's the new world airport commission but people are like no it's the new world airport commission well is world airport commission a thing i don't know because that would be the new world airport commission Well, that's what they're saying but i don't think there's anything like this so then that still also doesn't make sense no it doesn't make sense again you could google it and see (laughs) is there a world airport commission there might be i don't know but i just and not only like is this black really odd well that was short is it over oh no i just i rolled a seven so i was able to move the robber off of one of my spots and then megan immediately rolled a seven and put it back on one of my spots i'm also losing it's fine it's just i it was short-lived for me is all i'm saying ben did you find something i'm sorry maybe next time i'll roll a seven there is no world airport commission there is no world no that's there's there's no no world world. the world doesn't exist (laughs) it's flat we're not here (laughs) anyway so it is kind of odd i mean i don't know i'm like why do you have a time capsule in the middle of an airport but whatever like 
this whole airport is weird anyway. So the other really weird, okay, there's a bunch of weird things about this airport. But the other thing that we talked about originally was the artwork at the airport. Now, it's important to know that 1% of all of the Denver budget goes towards artwork or towards the arts, I guess. And so this airport is just like full of it. So I guess in 95, when it opened, they were like, let's put a bunch of artwork in here because then we get our 1% or whatever. And they don't have to worry about, you know, the fine arts outside of this. The reason why we started talking about this is because of Ben and his Blucifer. There is uh, outside of the airport. Wait, real quick. Does anyone need wheat? Girl, no, I don't. No. I'm, uh, I'm looking for some wood. Oh, no. I never mind. I don't have wood. Awkward. MBD. Outside this airport is this massive blue Mustang. Actually, its name is Mustang. Its name is not Blucifer, but it goes by Blucifer. No. Its name mm-hmm. is Mustang. You mean the airport isn't calling it officially Blucifer? No, they call it Mustang. That's that's its artwork title. Sounds fake, but okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> the Mustang, Blucifer, is 32 feet tall, and it's a blue fiberglass. Why not 33? Because it's not perfect. <laughs> Obviously, 33 is perfection. <laughs> Blucifer is not perfect. There's issues with it, and you're going to hear the issues. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> sorry. So it's 32 feet tall, blue fiberglass with like a reddish orange glowing eyes, which is really creepy. If you, I think we all looked at it. It is, it is creepy. creepy, right? It's super creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds really creepy. So we'll talk about the meaning behind this first, and then we're going to talk about what happened to the artist. Because y'all are going to be like, no way. And I'm going to say, yes way. People are like, why does this horse have these outrageous eyes? The eyes are supposed to represent his father, supposedly, because his father was a really hard worker. And he, this artist, he remembered his father's shop that he worked in. And there was this like neon sign in the window. And he just always remembers that because his father worked, which is why the eyes are this crazy bright reddish orange color. For a hot second, I thought you were talking about the Mustangs. The Mustangs dad. (laughs) No, the Mustang doesn't have a dad. The Mustang is just the Mustang. There's another theory that it's because of this really weird encounter that this artist had when he was a kid. He was at home by himself and he heard a sound coming from the living room, but he was home alone. And so he went to go investigate to see because he thought someone was like breaking into their house. So he was in the living room and he saw these two piercing eyes that were like glowing, I guess. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. And run. What, <laughs> what run. it was that their family horse managed to break into their house. And this horse was like. <laughs> I picture this horse, horse like on his hind legs, kicking the door open. And he's like, I'm here. <laughs> well, he thought it was an intruder, but it was it was the horse. So some people are like, oh, the eyes represent the horse that broke into their house and that experience with the horse. That one came from his wife was telling a story, but she's like, I don't know. But the weird thing about this whole Mustang and this poor artist is that when he he was commissioned to do it and he was building it and working on it. And while he was working on it, part of the horse fell off and actually severed an artery in his leg and killed him um yeah so this weird creepy horse that he built killed him so that was in 2006 so the statue wasn't completed and put up until 2008 but blucifer don't like the artist blucifer said no 
I can't wow. imagine a giant horse falling on me and severing my leg. Dang it. Oh. I have taken longest road. Oh, it is back and forth. She's making a comeback. Making I'm her way downtown. I have six points. What's the point update for everyone? CJ has 10. Ben has nine. Jasmine has eight. And I have six. You could come from behind. Thanks. I need all the believing I can get. Does anybody have any stone? No. Okay. Other, like, conspiracy theorists say that this horse is, like, a sign of the apocalypse. This is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And he has demon eyes and hence the name Lucifer because he's a demon. But, of course, the airport is like, no, this horse is here and it's meant to protect travelers and guard the airport. Why does the airport need to be guarded? What are you guarding it from? Airplanes crashing? I don't know anybody who is at home and they hear something outside and they send their guard horse. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know about you, but horses terrify me. I mean, I do it every day. <laughs> well, in, in your apartment on the second floor, you send your horse yes. outside? I live in the okay. woods. He grazes right outside of my apartment sometimes. I have seen deer graze outside mm. your apartment, so that's not that much of a stretch. We saw a horse the other day around Austin. True. Little mini horse, little pony. I have seen that as well. Little Sebastian. <laughs> oh, rip. One of my ex-managers that worked in my office, they live in Austin, and they own a pony, like a miniature pony thing, and it lives in their backyard. I mean, that's not against the rules in Austin. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just something you don't hear of. No, Austin's weird for a reason. True. Very true. This woman was just walking her horse, you know, getting it some exercise. So exercise. good for her. At least she was taking it on a walk. I thought it was a I thought it was a dog and then it was not. Okay, so that is like the one really large piece of artwork that people see coming into Denver. But there's a lot of other really weird pieces of art around this airport. One of them are the gargoyle statues and what? baggage. They have, <laughs> yes, in baggage, they have uh, two gargoyles. My time went out. <gasps> and you were about to win, weren't no, you? I was just trading. Were you going to win? Oh, I was trading with That's you too. fine. Oh, awkward. So these two gargoyles are coming out of, like, I guess a suitcase or, or a briefcase, someone says, in baggage claim. And so in case you didn't know, typically gargoyles, you see them outside of churches and cathedrals, and they're supposed to, like, protect against the evil demons, like, so they don't come into the church. So people are like, why are there gargoyles at the airport? Like, what demons are coming to get us? Um, to protect the travelers. Just like Lucifer is there to protect the travelers. To protect the world from yeah. devastation. To unite all people within one nation. <laughs> okay, Team Rocket. We could do a whole episode on Pokemon. That'd be fun. These gargoyles are, well, before I get there, Denver International Airport has actually started to embrace all of these conspiracy theories. So they actually made a gargoyle statue that talks. And (laughs) so you can find YouTube videos of people walking past this gargoyle and it starts to talk and they like (laughs) themselves because they're so scared because a gargoyle is talking to them. I I mean, to be fair, I would also like I get creeped out sometimes in just like the wax museums. I couldn't imagine if like a statue started talking and I wasn't expecting it. I feel like my next vacation needs to be to the Denver airport. Like, that's my destination is to that airport. By the way, I won. Congrats, Ben. Ben. I'm so, so proud of you. Congratulations. I was going to win if Megan had traded with me. You lied. You're such a liar. That's awesome. Also, I leveled up. (gasps) Yay. So I am now a counselor. You're tied with me. (gasps) 
I have to play next yeah, time. I'm still a seafarer. I'm still only a lowly merchant. That's okay. Well, let's pause. I I wanted to finish talking about this weird artwork and then wrap up the this conspiracy theory, but we should you want to pause real fast and go over the game because Okay. Ben won with 13 points. Boop, boop. Then it was CJ with 11 Congrats. points. Nice. And then Jasmine with nine. Yee. And then me, Megan, with five. I don't know why I play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's fun and you get to be social with friends. That is true. And you're recording the video, so so therefore I have yeah. to. I just had to make up for last time when I couldn't play. Right. So. Oh, when, exactly. you had, get, when you got kicked out. Yeah, you didn't get yeah. kicked out this time. Congrats, all bets. I know, which is really surprising. We all, we all lost our right. bets. And last time, your um, like AI person lost tragically. So this is yeah. a good, a good a redemption for, for you. Yeah, I I did kind of box him in so he could not win. <laughs> Whatever, that yeah. guy's a jerk. Not this time around. There was no largest <laughs> army in this one. No, but Ben did have longest Although, road, and I I didn't see if anyone else had knights. I had one. No, you were the only one with knights. No, I had oh. a knight. Megan had a knight. Now I see it, yeah. But not enough for largest army. So that didn't matter that you had a knight. Your knight did nothing. So it didn't matter. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Ultimately, when it comes down to it. (laughs) Good job on the game. Are y'all willing to start a second one? Or do we want to just finish up this conspiracy theory and go into the... Let's just keep talking about this conspiracy theory. Okay, we can have Tally one for the cat. Sydney, you have to stop knocking things off my desk or else I'm going to lose them. It's bad enough they're already loose on my desk. She knocked something off. I have it under my foot because I don't know what it is. Here, let me let me talk to her. Sydney? Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Your uncle is talking to you. I have to say the animals have been well, very quiet today. My boys Here have been are. parkouring behind me this whole time, but I've just been ignoring them. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the gargoyle statue. We were talking about the gargoyle (laughs) statue that talks to passengers. And you can, if you look up YouTube videos, you can find YouTube videos of them, like, getting freaked out. It's pretty funny. But currently, in case you're like, I'm going to go to the Denver airport and figure this out, they have currently taken down the gargoyle statues because they're renovating. So we'll get to renovations in just a second. That's a whole nother thing. There's so much that goes into this airport. I need, like, two episodes. There are lots of other pieces of art. One that people were like, oh, it's it's the apocalypse. It's gateway to hell is because at one point there was an Anubis statue. Anubis is the Egyptian god of death. Shout out to Anubis. Not sponsored. Maybe Anubis will sponsor us. (laughs) So there is this like Anubis statue at one point and people were like, why is there Anubis in the airport? Supposedly it was it was a placeholder for another piece of artwork and it was um, just being stored in the airport for later use for an Egyptian exhibit somewhere in Denver, I guess. I couldn't really find much else about that. But the two pieces of art that really turned some heads, and, and they are quite creepy. I actually, I believe I sent the pictures to Megan at one point. There are these two large murals in the airport. The first one is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And there's two parts to each mural. So this first one, in the first part, you see like burning trees and fire and there's animals in glass boxes. There's a dead girl in a coffin and there's this, I think it's called a Quetzal bird? I don't know. It's extinct. And so this is the first part of the mural. It's like really creepy. But then in the second part of the mural, it shows children and animals like coming together around what looks like some kind of futuristic plant. Theorists say that this symbolizes some kind of apocalyptic mass extinction that's going to happen and like how there's only going to be certain survivors and like the survivors find this plant and they're like, oh, the world can come back now. 
I think it's important to note that from left to right, their three girls are an African, a South American, and a white European. And the children who are freaking out are of varying ethnicities as well. And they have those different animals and like display cases. It's kind of this weird, I get some like Noah's Ark type vibes. So in the second one, though, it's supposed to show, I guess, all of the children come together and like, I guess the world is coming back after whatever, whatever extinction happened. Like, yeah. And there's more kids in that one that are from various countries. You have one that's dressed in traditional Scottish, a traditional Chinese outfit, traditional flamenco outfit, so on and so forth. And this is kind of how the other one is, too. It's supposed to be all from around the world. Peacefully, we come together somehow. But people are also like, no, this is a sign of the apocalypse. And the airport is going to be the sanctuary to protect people. So maybe that's why the barbed wire is facing inwards, because this is going to be the the sanctuary whenever this mass extinction comes to get us all. If you're lucky enough and you get a flight to Denver, you better stay there. I don't know. Man, we better book now. I know. Book early. Because I think that this mass extinction is coming now in 2020. I don't think we're going to make it past this year. So the other one is much creepier. So the second one is called Children of the World Dream of Peace. And again, there's two sections to the mural. So in the first one, it shows mass destruction, I guess you would say. It looks like there's a Nazi soldier. He looks like a Nazi um, with his like dress and he's got a gas mask on and he's got like a big sword and he's just like wreaking havoc on these children and these people. And it shows these people, I guess, trying to escape and there's like dead children. I mean, it's like creepy. In the corner of this first section of the mural, there's actually a letter from a child who is in Auschwitz. And then in the second part of the mural, it shows that supposedly that same soldier is dead. All of the children from around the world, again, in like different like traditional garb from around the world, are like standing above him coming together to celebrate, I guess, the destruction of evil. So in the middle, there is a, um, it's like a German boy. Are you looking at it, Ben? Yeah, he looks like he's wearing lederhosen. Right. So there's like this little Anglo boy. He straight up looks German and he has a hammer. And some people are like, he's destroying the sword that the Nazi soldier had. But if you look in the background, it looks to some people like other children are handing their weapons over to this little German boy. Yeah. Right. Um. There's and there's it says specifically, if you look, there's one that looks like an American, like a Boy Scout to this German yeah, child. He's, he's holding on to the hilt of that sword. He's in like a blue jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Some people are like, this is a representation of like the world giving in basically to like Nazi Germany. And people are like, no, he's destroying the sword. And others are like, no, he's mending the sword and he's going to take it over. And it's like evil dies and then comes back, I guess. I guess if you just look at it from like left to right, it shows destruction and then it shows the world coming together and like everything is okay. But some theorists are like, no, you have to look at it backwards and it's going to show what's happening. We are giving over our weapons and we are giving into this new regime, like the new world order. And then they take over and they it's supposed to be like our apocalyptic future. Ultimately. That's a really weird one. It is. Sounds like 2020. It looks like the boys forging weapons for all the other countries because along with their traditional garb, they're all holding mass bundles of swords wrapped in different national Mm, flags. Right. 
I don't know why you would look at it backwards. I wouldn't look at it backwards, but that's what conspiracy theorists are saying. When I first looked at it, I didn't take it as like a bad thing. I was like, oh, they're destroying evil and they're all coming together, which is why it's children of the world, dream of peace. But I mean, I guess I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I guess that's why I didn't see it. But they are really creepy. Like the artwork is really creepy, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's extremely creepy. Yeah, I'm looking up these these pictures of the artwork and yeah. the statues and it stuff. Is really I mean, creepy. they're very well done by the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah for also sure. They're not up right now. They also have been taken down. I'm assuming it's for construction, but I think also there was a lot of backlash over them and people were like, these don't need to be up because they're really dark. We're an airport of all places. Well, it is international. I mean, it is a, this airport's yeah, a little dark. I, I feel like yeah. an airport no, shouldn't, shouldn't be, be quite so One dark, of the though. most ridiculous conspiracy theories that I found that I just can't wrap my head around is that people say all of those underground bunkers are for the lizard people and that reptilians are living in these underground bunkers and these underground levels and this is where they are currently housed and they're going to come out and like take over the world so <laughs> my question is how many places in america do we have that are basically area 51 like i feel like everybody like says oh there's some secret government thing happening there and there and at this other place my tidbit to add to that is like you wouldn't keep all of your secrets in the same spot there would be several area 51s all over the country you know what i mean i mean it makes sense for it to be spread uh, out also I mean, there can't just be one area that it has research in. Maybe you just hide everything in plain sight and everybody's like, like an international ben, are you airport. Yeah, everybody says no. Is that what um, it is? <laughs> no. No. I think the reptilian one is the most ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there have been ridiculous. airport employees that have video footage of it and pictures where they put on like lizard masks or heads and they run around the tunnels underneath the airport and get caught on camera. So people are like, oh, the lizard people. And it's like, nah, I'm just Joe from, you know, the burger bar. It makes me wonder what their Halloween no. is like. With the underground tunnels, though, there's also supposedly a lot of artwork in one of these underground tunnels, like really intricate stuff that people don't see. And so when the airport was first open, something wasn't quite ready yet. And so they it was like the first three days or something. Um, people had to walk through these underground tunnels to get from wherever they were going to baggage claim. And people made note of all of these really intricate art pieces and stuff. And they're like, why is this underground? Um, and they don't use it anymore. So it's really odd that there's all this work that went into these tunnels when they're not using them. Yeah. To wrap up, basically, this airport totally embraced all these conspiracy theories. They find it humorous, but they also at the same time try their best to hush people from asking too many questions. A lot of times they just kind of like refuse to answer when reporters are asking them questions or whatever. The airport is currently under construction. So the walls, you know, like hiding the construction. They have things like what's behind this wall? Ooh, and like try to make it creepy since they're supposedly and just embracing these conspiracy theories. I feel like most of these can be explained pretty well. What do y'all think? I definitely agree. It's a bit odd for an airport of all places to basically kind of, it, it sounds like a dungeon to me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird how it was constructed and what's there, but airports are weird. I mean, and they all have their own theme. It's, they do. That is very this true. could just be part of it because, you know, it's Denver. Their theme is the apocalypse. I mean, you know. That is one of the best seasons of American Horror Story. <laughs> You're not wrong. But also, we skipped some seasons of American Horror Story because I'm a baby. I skipped oh, well. all of them. You missed out. You missed out, <laughs> CJ. 
I watched through Freak Show, I think, and then I didn't see it. Freak Show was straight trash. Yeah. We liked Coven. Coven was good. good. I think they should do a show at Denver, like at the airport. They should. American Horror Story. Denver okay, International let me call Airport. Murphy and let Denver him know. International. Do it. There's like so many more things you can go into, but we don't have the time. If you really are interested, go read. There's a lot of articles. We'll also link all the resources. We'll link it in the show notes or something. And maybe we can get those pictures of the artwork also linked there. Yeah, I can put them as chapter artwork, actually. So if your podcast player supports chapter artwork, I can put it in there. Or if we think that's too much, we can just link it. Can you imagine like pulling up this episode to listen to this podcast and there's like the Nazi soldier and like the dead children in the <laughs> yeah. sword? Maybe. I don't know about that Maybe one. I just link it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just wanted to see some people or like We just have like the picture of like Lucifer's face and the eyes like, Meh, you know, I mean, it could pull some people in. We might get a lot of listeners at that point and be like, what is this? But maybe. also, maybe they'll be like, y'all are weird. We're not listening to you. To be fair, we are. We are weird. We we are weird. But you should listen to us. We're, we're entertaining. Plus, like, what else do you have to do right now? Exactly. Good point. And even if we were in normal times, like, in your downtime, you can listen to us because we're entertaining. <laughs> well, we think we're entertaining. Hopefully. Maybe someone allegedly. else will think. Allegedly, we are entertaining. You should also subscribe to our Patreon while you're at it. Yeah, because I think we're about to head on over there with the after show, aren't we? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So then, everyone, thanks for listening. Make sure to like, heart, star, and favorite on your podcast player of choice. And leave us a review and rating on iTunes. You can also subscribe to our YouTube page, Settlers of Catan Even, and watch the game that we just played there. If you liked what you heard and want more or just want to support us because you're nice, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Catantpod. And now let's go around the virtual table and find out where we can find you. Katie. You can find me on Twitter at Katie11318. And Ben, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bfelts91 or on my website at benjaminfelts.com. Jasmine. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Snoop Jazzy Jazz or on Instagram at Princess Jasmine14. CJ, where can we find you? Right now, you can find me on Instagram at Clevenger CJ, and it will be in the description below. And I can be found on Twitter at Megan Wilson underscore. And that's going to definitely be late because my name is hard to spell. Thanks, everyone. And we're going to be back soon with more Catan and conversation. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.